Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And I say this week, our next episode is Heather's. So we'll just get straight into it because we've done our we know. review of the week. Do you know what I did? I forgot. that I had a disastrous time at work. Oh no, why? I dropped Cumberland sausage on my foot. Oh dear. And it was raw. Ew. And I've now got a pink imprint on my shoe. Oh no. From Cumberland sausage. Raw Cumberland sausage. It landed end down, so column base down, right on my foot, like a land like a perfect spear. Yuck! (laughs) Ruined your shoes. (laughs) Well, I haven't cleaned them up yet. I should do. I I? feel like you should. Yeah. So anyway, we that's what that's what I've done. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I've done. So we watched Heather's from 1988, directed by Michael Lehman. It scored a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and the synopsis is Veronica, befriending the popular Heathers, rises the social ranks until she meets Bad Boy JD, where her life changes from lunchtime polls to murder. I've written two haikus, because I wrote one, and then I forgot about it, and then I wrote another one. So, first one. JD, the rebel. The Heathers aren't very nice, (laughs) but in death they're great. (laughs) The second one. Heathers. Popular. Suicide makes them famous. New queen bee in town. <laughs> oh, I love this Both film. It's great. equally true. There's a, there's a Heathers musical. Is there? Yeah, they made a musical out know. of it. I've who, listened who to the soundtrack. JD? I don't know. I can't imagine anyone other than Christian Slater playing JD. I can't imagine anyone other than Christian Slater playing the... Cyber security adverts that intrude on my YouTube. <laughs> oh, number of times I've seen them. That's really funny. That's his uh, main role to me now. Oh my god! Apparently, the name Heather is said ninety times in the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's in the first minute or so. And it was filmed in thirty-two days. And the band, the Veronicas, got their name from this film, where he's oh. like, "Are you a Heather?" 
No, I'm a Veronica. Mm. Which I thought was cool. Some people have compared it to Carrie about how, like, sort of put upon, sort of picked on people, sort of lose it and stuff. I can see that in the the sort of social hierarchy. I I see a lot of mean girls in it. It's Mm. very mean girls. Yeah, I think mean girls must have been influenced by it. Oh, yeah, it must have been. Definitely. I love mean girls. It's great. So, apparently the same week that... um, Winona Ryder got the script for this. A student from her high school actually committed suicide. Oh, really? Yeah, which kind of influenced her to take the role. Mm. There's nothing worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on the context, but people who choose to take their own lives because those at school are bullying them, uh, like, there's just no... It's so sort of senseless. There's no need, yeah. is there? It's terrible. People need to understand that things they say to each other, have which they might think is funny, have an impact on people. It affects yeah. people's Kids lives. Kids are awful. They're the worst. Yeah. They're mean. The thing I always find with bullies is if you say back to them what they've just said to you, they get offended. And it's like, well, that's yeah. the point. That's why when you know, stand say up, that to people. When you stand up to them, they, they stop. It's like... It's like puppies when they're like playing with adults Ooh. and they push them and push them and push them until they bark and then they and they sort of bow yeah. and stop that's what it is well if you stand up to them they fall to pieces yeah i know exactly had i but known this as a youngster i'd have been a lot happier at school i think <laughs> so we get the song k sarasara playing and the titles that are really like 80s it's like black with white white font with like oh, so red 80s. sort of outline it's really cool. And then you get this uh, red scrunchie and heathers. And we get a croquet match between the three heathers. They walk on some flowers, which irritated me. That irritates me so much. As a, as a gardener now, I was like, mm. oh, I'd be I, I understand it's to set up the, them as characters and a stuff. Pack but of I was like, if yeah. I was an actress, I could not do that scene. I'd, I'd need a stunt step person in to do that scene. I, it would need to be a fake flower. <laughs> yeah. So each of the heathers has a colour. They're all called Heather, which is really bizarre. There's uh, one's in yellow, one's in red and one's in green. And they're all kind of playing croquet. And then Red Heather, who's like the the queen bee, smacks a ball into Winona Ryder's head, who's poking out of the thing. It's like, it must be like a dream Mm. that she's having. And she's like, ah! And then it cuts to Veronica's diary and she's basically saying I hate the Heathers they're a pack of bitches I've kind of joined this group and I'm regretting it um they are horrible and she and she's like yeah and and basically she's kind of changed as a person because she's moved into this group I really feel this because I ended up in a group of people who weren't very nice and they weren't very nice to people, and I was kind of there, and I was like, yeah, I don't mm. like this, I don't like this. But it was kind of, join them or get picked on. It's hard, because... And then, eventually, yeah. I was like, do you know what? This Can't isn't for me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't blow up a school. Well, no. But I just left the group. Yeah. <laughs> because it was very toxic, and I didn't like it. Do you not find, though, <laughs> that if someone says something horrible, sometimes other people like in a school setting or whatever other mm. people will laugh but if someone is like well that was a horrible thing to say they get all embarrassed they get defensive and it's like well you just yeah. said something horrible that's the thing though but a lot of people don't have the courage people, to stand yeah. up and be like that's actually not alright like why are you saying that yeah. which, which it should be it should be this um, should be taught in schools it should be but instead of teaching so, fractions we never ever use <clears throat> ever again yeah <laughs> So she's writing in a diary about how much she hates this group and then two of them come and they're like, 
Red Heather wants you to go to the cafeteria. And she's like, ugh, all right then. So they go. And then she's like, basically, I need, to, I need you to uh, forge a note in Kurt's yeah. handwriting and give it to Martha over there, who's like a larger girl who isn't very popular and apparently mm. that gives permission for oh, them yeah. to be mean to her. Someone minding her own business. She's just is, minding her own business. It's fine for them Listening to, to wind to Big her up. Leave her alone. Yeah. Also, the shoulder pads in this scene were ridiculous. Oh, there's some big old shoulder pads. Yeah. She's like, well... I've got no beef with her. Why, why am I going to do yeah. that? And then she's like, just do it. And then uh, she's like, she needs something to write on. And then she's like, Heather, bend over. So she makes her write on her back. Is there nothing better that you ladies really could be doing? Well, this is a well, uh, sexy Christian Slater in the corner. Watch oh, I had such a crush on him when I first saw he this is film. Quite cool. uh, he's quite cool at first. When he gets oh, all he's an murdery. He's an absolute psychopath, like, but yeah. I was like, I'm here for it. I like him. He's just watching and going, what is happening? The the jock, the jock people who were like Kurt and Ram and, and the other people are kind of going, oh, Heather, oh, banger. Oh. And one of them says something about his Johnson, and I was like, who talks like that? No one talks like that. Like, boys do not say Johnson. It's really weird. It made me laugh. So they give... They slip Martha this note and basically wait for that whole thing to unfold. And then they all, all Heathers and Veronica sit down. And she's like, yeah, so uh, it's the lunchtime poll time. And she's like, oh my God. So then they decide that they're going to go and ask this poll to everybody. Because why Why would you not just eat your dinner yeah. instead of doing this? <sighs> but whatever. And uh, Veronica kind of clocks JD and they kind of look at each other from across the room. And she bumps into Betty, who we find out... They used to be quite close, but obviously she's moved in with this clique Whoa. of bitches. She should have stayed friends with Betty. Betty was lovely. Uh, she gets dragged away by Heather, and then we see Martha reading this note, and she's like, oh, that's a bit weird, what's going on? So then we get the lunchtime poll. You win $5 million, but on the same day, aliens land and say they're going to blow up the world in two days. What are you going to do? Well, so we get... You wouldn't get the, <laughs> the money because it take, I'm sure it takes like eight weeks or something for <laughs> yeah, that stuff to go so you through. Wouldn't. So you wouldn't actually get the yeah, money. Yeah, but she's saying you get the check. You get the check. So you get the cash. You get it on that You'd day. You need it in cash. Well, but what if... What if the, they know the world's going to be destroyed, so it financial really systems collapse? See, and I'd cash have a really worthless. bleak answer. I'd be like, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because it's blown up in two days. What's the point? And then they'd be like, not talking to you anymore. Not talking to you anymore. <laughs> I'd give the money to the aliens to leave. Would that, I'd pay would that you work? For it. Maybe. But the money would Nobody have no value. That. Nobody says that, yeah. Um, anyway. Somebody's like, I'd give it to the homeless. And then one of them's like, I'd give it to my dad because he's like the best broker in the world. And I'm like, why? The world's going to blow up. Yeah. No point. No point. But yeah, whatever. And then Veronica's like, do we have to talk to these people? They're fucking asinine. I can't cope with them. And then she says, is this where she's like, fuck me gently with a chainsaw? It's <laughs> really funny. And then she's like, for goodness sake. So basically, they, they end up like going to talk to like all the unpopular people because she's like, I got you into a party at Remington and you want to talk to the riffraff of the school. How dare you? And she's like, really yeah, I do. a bit more interesting than Remington party boys. Exactly. I like one of them. So one of them's like, is that after tax? And I was like, I like that. Yeah. Because I always say that is after tax. Then Martha goes towards Kurt to ask him about this note and they're like, oh, it's happening, let's watch. And basically they just laugh her out of the room and she walks off, it's horrible. And I hope she was going to 
turn him down on his supposed offer. I think she was just like, did you write this note? And yeah. then he was like, meh. It then, but what? what she was Veronica, just her own business. Veronica's not happy. And then basically Heather, who's in charge, she's like, you wanted in this clique. Like, you wanted to be in this group. You used to have a sense of humour. And then it cuts to the bathroom. Green Heather, who is Shannon Doherty, she has bulimia. And they kind of make light of that whole situation. Mm. And I was like, she's genuinely got a problem yeah. and she needs help. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. Don't laugh at your friends. And then it, and then it comes to struggling. like food being scraped in the mm. bin. And I was like, well. And then they come out of the bathroom and then Veronica's like, who's that sexy man over there? And they're like, oh, it's Jason Dean. He's in my whatever class it is. American history. American history class. Mm. So then she's like, Oh, go talk to a sexy man because I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. Bye. Um, so then he, she's like, "Aya," and then he's like, "Are you a Heather?" And she's like, "No, I'm a Veronica." And then she's like, "So uh, stupid poll question." And then she's like, "I've got a stupid question." And he's like, "There are no, there's no such thing as stupid questions." And I, I always say that to people when I train them. I'm like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And then she asks him the question and he's like, yeah, that's the stupidest stupid question I've ever heard. <laughs> and they have a little flirty time and the jocks are kind of looking and they're like, why is Veronica talking to him? Mm. I don't like him. We don't like him because he's different. We don't like him because he's handsomer than us and not a dick. But he is actually awful. And then he's like, he says that he'd go fishing and get some tequila and a sax or something. And then she's like, how very. It's like... How very. How very. And then Heather's like, Veronica! And then she's like, oh, I've got to go, bye. So then the jocks decide that they're going to go and uh, scare him off. So they get in his face. Of course. It's perfectly fine to threaten with violence says, someone who's new and doesn't wear like yeah. the same he's not clothes and he's not like, to be fair he's not bothered they, they say something about they, they, they drop a hard F there's a lot of that in this film mm. which I, I felt a bit uncomfortable about in 2021 it's not okay it's a bit old fashioned and it? yeah it's basically a, an open door for gay people and he says what's wrong with that well he, was, he says well I can see they've got an open door policy for arseholes <laughs> and they're like oh, oh how dare to you yeah and then basically uh, they're like what did you say and he's like oh I'm sorry I'll repeat myself and then he stands up and points a gun in the face <laughs> and then they're like okay and then it cuts to croquet at Veronica's mansion house okay I because like, they're rich and they're very okay it doesn't strike me as something that teens and then do but maybe they it's do it's because they're rich teens mm. they're rich teens and then they're like oh my god he used a gun it was terrible and then she's like Veronica's like he used blanks it's fine if anything she's it's just ruined some pairs of underwear and then she's like haha that's funny <laughs> And then uh, the red Heather's like, I thought you'd given up on high school guys. And she's like, never say never. And then uh, I think she she's sort of asking the green, the green, the green Heather's kind of on the lower end of the, mm. the food chain in this group, I think. And she's like, are you going to, she's like, what are you going to do, uh, red Heather? Are you going to send me out or take you two shots? And she sends her out. And she's like, why? And then she's like, oh, fine. So she takes this shot, but then she gets it into the... She, like, does it off a tree and stuff, and it's, re- like, a trick shot. It's really good. This bit as well, she asks the... the re- re- Is it Heather Chandler? I think it's Heather Chandler who's the, the red one. She asks somebody if they had a tumour for breakfast. 
The actress who played Heather, that Heather, actually died from a brain tumour mm. at the age of 32. Oh, mm. that's awful. I know, right? Mm. I mean, obviously the actress and the character <clears throat> are unrelated yeah. in terms of... But you should... Things just... like that always sort of are a bit... Like, you know, like weird coincidences mm. and stuff like that. It always kind of freaks me out. Apparently Christian Slater said he based his character on Jack Nicholson. Which I can totally, I can totally see. totally see. Even the um, hair. He wrote to him, asking him to watch the film, to which he never replied. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. Um, yeah, uh, apparently um, Heather Heather McNamara, which is the yellow Heather, was offered the role was offered to a 17-year-old Heather Graham, but the parents said no because it was too dark. The story was too mm. dark. Brad Pitt was auditioned for the role of JD. Oh, really? But they said he was too nice. He's too, yeah, he would be too nice. I always find Brad Pitt, has. I can't take him seriously in certain parts, but he's good in other parts. Mm. He's good when he's just got to be like a cool, good-looking Hollywood guy. He was, yeah. I think my favourite Brad Pitt... He's got Pitt, no edge about him. I no. think that's what it is. He's not edgy. Because everyone's like, oh, Fight edge. Club. I'm like, no. Not no, Fight no. Club. <laughs> that um, Coen Brothers one, where he was a personal trainer. Ooh! Um, that was the best... Burn after reading. Burn after reading. He was perfect in that. Yeah. That was his best part. That's a really good film, that. I really like it. I really like Apart from that chair, which I found a little distasteful. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. At that point, I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my. But, but the rest of the film was great. Yeah, he. Yeah. Ugh. So, so lead Heather, Heather Chandler, she's like, you best not ruin this party for me, uh, Veronica. And then basically, they leave and then she catches up with her parents and and he's like i don't know why the dad's always like i don't know why i smoke these i don't know why i eat these things and then she's like because you're an idiot (laughs) and then the mum's like you too (laughs) it's really funny and then they're like so uh prom's coming up Uh, any dark horse in the running what's going on and she's like yeah maybe and they're like "Mm, interesting and then she's like great patty but i've got to get ready for this party which is mirrored later on because she's like great patty but i've got to go because i've got to get ready for the funeral <laughs> so then it cuts to a shop where she's getting corn nuts for um heather barbecue ones and she sees jd and they have a little flirty flirt and he's saying that he used he moved around a lot but there was always a snappy snack shack and it's like home to him mm. it keeps him sane and then for some reason he starts talking about how extreme makes impression oh yeah it does uh, buys her a slushy and then gets on his motorbike because he's so cool and he says she ends up finding out that his dad's like a big construction yeah. king kind of thing Heather's beeping because she's like she's stop flirting with him hurry up furious and then she's like I don't like my friends I feel like my job's just being popular and shit and I need to take a vacation. And he's like, hmm, yeah, it. maybe you do. Do it. Um, Not the kind of murder vacation. Just just, just gently tell him that you don't want to hang out with him anymore because they're a pack of group. bitches. Yeah, yeah. I know. Anyway. Then uh, it cuts to the party. I've put two losers greet them because they are the <laughs> lamest guys ever. Oh, they're the worst. They're like, and uh, they think they're so cool because I'm they're so all older. I don't have to ask you what your masters is. They're or so older as well. And oh. then it cuts to her after saying, Dear diary, I want to kill. This is not a spoke in my menstrual cycle. I genuinely hate these people. <laughs> it's terrible. And uh, Heather cops off of David and ends up giving him a blowjob. I feel like she gets a bit pressured into it as well, which I didn't particularly like. And then she's like, I need to stop Heather. This is terrible. Veronica ends up going off on her own, but the other lame guy ends up finding her. Mm. 
and then he's like he said he tries to kiss her and stuff and she's like i don't i don't feel very well i'm not into this like get away from me and then he's like oh no you're not that normally uptight and stuff and it's like don't call her uptight just because she doesn't fancy you like maybe she's she just perfectly wound at a acceptable level she just yeah. thinks you're a dick and she doesn't want to come near you or kiss you or have anything to do with you. She wants it's, you to leave her alone. Because he it just it feels totally but entitled. It must be, it mu- it's like... White her. men entitlement is what it is. <laughs> oh, well, you must be uptight if you're not interested. No, I'm just not interested in you because you're wang and I hate you. Yeah, I mean, the f- if he wants a girlfriend or one night stand or whatever, just... Find a girl who likes you and is interested in you when rather than not. picking a girl who's young and doesn't oh, actually young girl want as well. you. No. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I'm sure there's a girl what at a the creep. party who'll like you. What a cr- I don't know. Well. He was a lame. So she's like, I have a speech prepared for men like you. And then he's like, oh, I just want to get laid. And then she's like, you don't deserve my speech. And then she leaves. And I was like, yes, you go, girl. And then she's saying how she, she basically traded her friend Ben who was great for Diet Coke heads and all this kind of stuff. Diet Coke heads. Diet Coke heads. Betty's great. We like Betty. We like Betty. Betty's lovely. Um, she's at the party and she's she's like, Heather, I don't feel well. I need to leave. And she's like, we're not leaving yet. And basically she vomits on the floor. And then he- Heather kind of laughs at her and smiles. And, and I thought, that's just something that she's going to have to hold over her head to like yeah. what keep friend? her in line. If a friend says that they feel sick, you need to be like... I'd be like, oh, sure, are you all right? Let's get some let's fresh leave. air. Come on, let's have some water, whatever. Let's yeah, be like, are you, you. okay? Like, yeah, so I wouldn't laugh at her. And then she's like, I dream of a world without Heather in a world where I am free. And then Imagine being Heather and just the, literally knowing everyone hates you, but, but she not it. caring. I know, it's it's weird. weird. I don't get it. No, I don't either. I'm not that kind of person it at all. Reminds me of someone who we worked with. Well, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, show. I know who I'm thinking of. I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> and you are correct. Totally correct. So they go outside and then Heather's like, you were nothing before you met me, blah, 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 blah. I got you into a Remington party. And she's like, whatever. I think there's better things and then to be like, thinking about than a Remington party. And then she's party. like, transfer on Monday because I'm going to make your life a living hell and it's going to be terrible. And then it cuts back to her after... Th- writing a diary she wangs it at the window because she's mad i love how she has a monocle as well she has a monocle and she wears it at school too i love i love it (laughs) oh i was like yes i love it i want to dress as her for for halloween one day well you're gonna need (laughs) a a hat need a monocle and a hat monocle shoulder pads yeah colored tights Mm, blue tights i can do it i think you should Um, just do it for work (laughs) yeah I could do it for work you now. I don't have a uniform. Yeah. Interesting. So JD's at a window and he's like, oh, hello, uh, bit of croquet. Then it cuts to them having sex in the garden. <laughs> and he's like, well, that was my first strip croquet game. That was uh, interesting. And then she's sort of saying she used to be really smart at school and they wanted to like put her forward, but she didn't because she'd have trouble making friends. And mm. she's like, now I've made these crap friends and I feel like I just talk shit all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then... I think she she's he says that Heather Chandler deserves to die and she's like oh, that's a bit harsh but I would like to see a puke of guts out because then mm, I think it was a bit harsh but yeah yeah I'd like to see a puke of guts out because then I can laugh at her and we're kind of even then be like it had kind of even the score between them wouldn't it so it cuts to them sneaking into her house and she's like she always skips a Saturday trip to a nana's even when she's not hungover. 
So she's like, I'm just going to make us sick. She's like, what can make us sick? Milk and orange, that's it. And he's like, drain cleaner? And then she's like, don't be stupid, no. that'll kill her. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Drain cleaner is not to be messed with. And then and then she's like, nah. And she's like, oh, we could do soup and coke together. Like, she's <laughs> she's thinking, like, small yeah. fry kind of stuff. And then, he, and then he pours this drain cleaner and she's like, she ain't going to drink that. Look at it. And then he's like, oh, we'll pour it into this cup. And then she can't see what she's drinking. And then she's like, no, don't be silly. And then she's like, milk and orange it is. And then she's like, shall we uh, hock up a phlegm? In it, and they try to, but they can't. <laughs> like, mm. no. And then basically, he gives her a kiss, but then she grabs the wrong cup. <sighs> but he doesn't tell her that it's the wrong cup. He, yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, it's just a film. Yeah. But he's clearly bent on causing as much destruction as possible. <clears throat> yeah. Apparently, as well, uh, Christine Slater and Winona Ryder dated during filming, but he was dating Kim Walker, which was one of the Heathers. I don't know if it was he- the main Heather. Wow. But apparently he dumped her and, and then, then dated they, Winona Ryder. But they still acted together. Winona Ryder doesn't remember dating him. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently her agent, Winona Ryder's agent, was like, do not do this film, it'll ruin your career. It didn't. It was fine. Jennifer Connelly turned down the role of Veronica. Mm. And apparently uh, some people considered for JD, Johnny Depp, I can totally see well, that. Well, he was married or something to Winona Ryder, was he, in the future? Yeah. Well then. So I can yeah. see him doing it. Jim Carrey, not so much. <laughs> Judd Nelson and Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman? Who's Jason Bateman? That little guy who's in Horrible Bosses, I think. Oh, the, the funny guy. guy. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I think yes, it's he him. could have done it. Any of them could have done it, except um, Jim Carrey, because Jim Carrey would... He's too funny. <laughs> he, I feel like he would be able to do a version of it, but yeah. it wouldn't be quite as chill. Yeah. Apparently Lizanne Falk lied about her age um, when she did it. I think she's one of the Heathers. Mm. Said she was 18. She was 23. <laughs> Which I love. I love the way, in the acting industry, you can literally lie and they don't check up they on don't what care. you say. Yeah, I know, right? As long as you get um, the part, you could do any, like, yeah. you could say anything to get the part. Apparently, the school, the school's called Westerberg because it was Winona Ryder's favourite band at the time was The Replacements, and they had a, I think they had a song called Westerberg or something. Oh. And there's a, there's a line at the end. It says, "Colour me impressed," and I think that was one of their oh. titles of their songs as well. It must be nice to be such an influential actress that your favourite band influences the writing of a film. I know that's quite cool, isn't yeah. it? So they go into Heather Chandler's bedroom and she's asleep, and they're like, "Good morning. I've just come to apologise. Said some things we didn't mean. Brought you a hangover cure." And she's like, "Oh, what have you done?" coughed up a phlegm in it no we, we tried we couldn't and then uh, they're like oh it's JD's like secret recipe or whatever and he's like oh I thought it might be too intense for you and she's like oh you think that you've said that just means that I'll drink it but she actually totally does <laughs> she's like give it here so she drinks it and then doesn't look very well and then they're like oh, oh dear yeah, okay. and then just says corn nuts corn nuts and then falls through a glass table it's very uh, dramatic yeah apparently it's a horrible death there's a there's a book on the side it's uh, The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath who committed suicide oh. and there's something about um, like actions of American teenagers or something on the table as well which I thought was quite interesting mm. so then they're like uh oh and then 
She's like, I've just killed my best friend. I'm a, uh, and he's like, your worst enemy. And she's like, it's the same thing. And they're kind of freaking out. And then he's like, you got it where you wanted. And she's like, it's one thing to think it. It's another thing to actually do it. Like, I didn't actually want to kill the girl. Mm. And then he's like, well, if it was suicide, it wouldn't be a crime. You're good at forging <laughs> handwriting. Write a suicide note. So she writes this suicide note and he sort of dictates to her how to do it and myriad a myriad of problems and she's like no 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 she wouldn't use that word because she missed it on the vocab test two weeks ago and he's like no she would because that's her badge of failure and it and it kind of shows how you know her mental state she was feeling no one's understood i had feelings too i die knowing no one knew the real me and she's like that's really good have you mm. done this before and he's like maybe maybe so then uh it Cuts to school and the teachers are talking and then one of them's like, well, I'm impressed she used Myriad in the correct way. <laughs> and I'm like, how have they all got access to the suicide note? Because surely that surely that's is evidence. inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. The, hippie, the hippie teacher is like, I feel like we need a bonding session and we all need to talk about our problems and, and share how we're feeling. And then they're all like, we were all wrong about her. The Heathers are talking to Veronica in the in the like changing room she ends up just standing under a shower for a bit like freaking out then it cuts to hippie teacher in class and she's like i have the suicide note and passes it around to everyone it's really weird that's weird and she's like we should share our feelings and then this guy's like oh yeah heather once told me i was boring but I think it just meant that she was dissatisfied with her life and I wasn't boring. <laughs> and they're like, oh, brilliant. And they're all sort of chatting. But then Veronica starts to laugh. But then they sort of look at her and she's like, ha, 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 She's like, what a load of shit. Like, nobody liked her. She was horrible. She was the worst. You find that sometimes, like, when people have died, and they're like, oh, they were the greatest person in the world, when actually they were quite mean. Did you not think when Jeremy Beadle died? Because everyone was, like, making, like, pretending like Jeremy Beadle was not very funny. Mm. And then after he died, all all these people came out of the woodwork to say how wonderful he was. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Exactly. You were just saying, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. people That's in the it. industry didn't That's start exactly. calling him back after he'd done you. But anyway, it's, it's in the past. That's exactly it, yeah. So, yeah, JD's dad comes in and they have this sort of weird interaction where, like, JD's the dad. It's and weird. And the dad's the son. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And he's basic, But then he's basically saying that he wants to blow up this building, but he can't because there's people who want to save the building and they're all very annoying and all that kind of stuff. And then he's like... I think he asked us to stay for tea, but she's like, nah, my mum's making my favourite spaghetti with lots of oregano. Lots of oregano. Sounds all right. And then, uh, and then they say something about JD's mum, and he's like, oh, the last time I saw her, she was waving from a library window in tears. And then Veronica's like, I'm going to go, I'll see you later. <laughs> so then it cuts back to the parents' house, and then they're kind of chatting about... It's just like, it's basically like another normal day. And then yeah. she's like, oh, lovely pate, but I've got to get ready for this funeral. And it's very... Yeah, it's basically the exact same as it was. Mm. Like, nothing's changed at all. And then we get the vicar, who is Otho from Beetlejuice. Oh. Yay! Do you remember her, her interior decorator who does the seance? Yes. Yeah, it's him. Oh. And uh, Excellent. Yeah, and he's like... 
doing his praying and he's like we might know the name of a dude who can solve our problems it's jesus christ it's an open casket so you get this oh i don't get open i feel caskets. like this has been done this has been done so many times and i wonder if it was from this film where people go past and you get there in a monologue of what mm. they're thinking so like one of them's like i'm glad it didn't happen to me then a guy's like why did you kill some hot snatch just kidding blah 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 jesus or whatever heather duke's like oh you've been listening to my prayers i've prayed for her death for a long time thanks jesus that's awesome and then uh, it's veronica and she's like i'm sorry i didn't mean to kill her i just wanted my high school to be nice well <laughs> yeah i mean there's other ways of going about it but the high school will be a nicer place now yeah and then she she goes to the other heather the yellow heather heather forgotten which one she is a yellow one yellow heather she's doing her hair with the font water (laughs) which made me laugh and she's like what are you up to tonight and she's like well veronica's like well i was just gonna you know mourn and stuff i guess i don't know and she's like well i'm going on a date with the kurt and ram wants to come but i need somebody else to go and she's like well i'm with jd so i don't really want to do no. that and she's like please come Plus, with me it's ram and then you see like the jocks beating up nerds because they're just the worst and i think she's like ram's been so sweet in all these things and she's like veronica's like fine i'll come with you as long as they don't get drunk and start tipping cows cut to tipping cows cows. poor cow and they just stood there like what are you actually doing they tip this cow the girls get covered in mud is the idea behind tipping cows that they struggle to get up once they've been tipped over i'm assuming so oh well that sounds like a really great evening doesn't it i don't understand the point of it at all i think that cow should boot them out of the field so but then it cuts to heather who's looking like she's getting slightly attacked yeah it doesn't look consensual no um anyway they yeah. are getting their comeuppance veronica so. finds jd because the other guy passes out he tries to crack on to her and she's like i don't think so that isn't happening and then he just passes out in a field so she leaves with jd and they're looking at a newspaper and it has oh no it cuts to the school newspaper that's it yeah and they're saying that big fun they're talking about big fun which is so the, is that a band the band in the in the film they're a fictional band right. called big fun who do this song called teenage suicide don't do it which is a riff on a song by queen i think oh. it's a yeah don't try suicide by queen oh. in 1980 but there was actually a band in the uk called big fun oh really yeah do you not remember big fun no, i remember big fun. no memory at they all. did a cover of uh blame it on the boogie hmm. yeah yeah so there you go so Veronica comes in and she's like, have you got any uh, poems or artwork for the Heather Chandler spread in the paper? And she's like, are you absolutely joking right now? And they're like, yeah, we're going to put a suicide note in the corner. It's going to be very tasteful. And she's like, I don't think it is. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, she's like, I don't, I don't know, but it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth, this. I don't, I don't like this. And then this woman this woman this girl is like oh like last night and she's like excuse me and she's like oh yeah kurt said uh about something and she's like kurt said what and then they kind of clam up and then this guy sort of drags her out and she's like what is going on what have they said and then he's like yeah well he said uh him and ram had a little sword fight in your mouth last night and she's like you what (laughs) 
That was news to me. Because they both passed out. So then it cuts to her calling Kurt and she's like, well, I've heard about all these things that you were saying that happened and uh, I kind of want them to happen. So uh, shall we <laughs> meet? JD's there as well. And she's like, let's meet at dawn. And then hangs up. And then he's like, oh yeah, write a suicide note. And she's like, we're not going to kill him. I just need to teach them a lesson. And then he's sort of saying about shooting them and she's like, I don't want to shoot them. And then he says, these bullets are a specific bullet. And he said, they're just like tranquilizers, So it looks yeah. like they've been shot, but they've not been he shot. Basically, he's, he's tricking her into not murdering really. people. Because then she says, so they, they'll just be unconscious and bleeding. Mm. Like with any other bullet wound. <laughs> like I'd be like, no, we're not shooting them. Get out. Apparently, uh, she really wants a Heather's sequel, does, uh, does Winona Ryder. Yeah. Well, it may happen. I kind of like... There was alternate endings to this film as well, where Veronica blows up the school and Martha stabs Veronica. Oh. Saying, fuck you, Heather, and then she's like, I'm not Heather. <laughs> it's quite dramatic. I quite like it. Yeah, so basically, yeah, it's like, yeah, the note's just the punchline, you know. It's going to be, basically, they had a forbidden love and they were forced to live the life of jock assholes and we're going to plant some things at the scene. So he has this bag of stuff, a copy of Stud Puppy, a Joan Crawford postcard and mineral water. water. And she's like, people drink mineral water. What are you on about? And he's like, this is Ohio. If you haven't got a beer, you may as well be gay. What if people were driving? So, well, you wouldn't drink mineral water, apparently. So it cuts to Dawn and she meets them and she makes them strip in a, in like two circles and then she's like, I'm going to count down one, two, three and then JD shoots one of them in mm. the neck but she misses the other one and she's like, ah, scared him and he's like, no, I'll be back, we'll get him and she's like, oh, okay. So he ends up running back to Veronica where JD eventually shoots him and she actually realises that they are dead. The police are there somewhere in the woods and they hear the gunshots mm. why the police in the woods at dawn and and yet even when they are there they don't even get to actually do anything no. so jd and veronica run off to his car the policeman sort of follows but finds them making out and he's like oh there's nothing he radios his friend and he's like oh there's just two kids making out and then he asks if they're naked which is weird That's so weird and then the other guy's looking at the bodies and he's like, I've got all the answers I need here. It's a double suicide. Why? And then he holds up the mineral water right. and then he says... Oh, well, that's clear. He drops it's... the hard F. Oh, of course. Oof, yeah. Do you not have to investigate him? Like a, even if it was a double suicide, you would like investigate you'd have a little, to investigate would, it a bit. He picks up the gun with his hand. He picks it up with a stick no, and then grabs it grabs by it his, with his hand. hand. Yeah, I noticed uh, that. I was honestly, like, you fool. the police in this town. So they they wake up at school and they, they're like, we killed him, didn't we? And he's like, yeah, of course we did. And she's like, I can't believe I believed you. I'm such an idiot. And he sort of says, you believed what you wanted to believe. Mm. And she's like, I didn't want them dead. And he's like, you did too. She's like, I did not. You did too. I did not. And they have this like massive argue in the car. And somebody can hear them. And they're like, oh, young love. (laughs) Basically yelling about killing this guy, but nobody notices. And then they're like, school's cancelled. Kurt and Ram had a gay suicide. Uh, They've just taken it on board and just spread it that it's true. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no question. literally occurred that morning. They're like, yep, 
they're, they're gay. They're gay lovers and they show each other. So, yeah, so JD's kind of, he says they had nothing to give apart from date rape and AIDS jokes. They weren't nice people. We've done the school a favour by getting rid of them. Well, they of weren't nice people. But they, but they should have to be shot. been told that they're horrible and no one likes them and they need to yeah. book their ideas up. Anyway. So then it gets to the... It gets to the funeral and then the, the one of the dads is like, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise you were living with this burden and all this sort. And then he ends up going, I love my dead gay son. <laughs> Which is one of the songs in the musical. It's called I Love My Dead Gay Son and it's great. Veronica laughs at something that JD says but then sees a little sister there and she looks absolutely heartbroken mm. and then she's like, oh, I feel a bit bad. And I feel like the gravity of the situation is, sort of hits her yeah. at that point. She's writing in a diary and she's like, my teen angst has got a body count now. I don't know whether I'm going to prom or I'm going to hell. It comes to the hippie teacher and she's mad and she's like, no one listened to me and oh, we'll just make fun of the hippie. But actually, I make more sense than everyone. And then they're like, yeah, I think this is more Pauline's wheelhouse, to be honest. We're going to let you run with it. She gets everyone in the cafeteria and makes everyone hold hands. (laughs) There's a TV crew there for some reason and... It cuts to Veronica's at JD's and they're watching this all, you know, unfold, unfold. again. I don't understand the, the TV It's crew. on TV. On it's TV. really weird. It's weird. Um, it's absolute chaos and he's loving it. And she's like, I think they're like, basically, we're, we're going to scare people into not being assholes and everyone will be nice. The dad's back from work. He blew the building up, so he's happy. Ugh. He loves destroying things. Maybe you should look at your son's life and work on that rather than Maybe going on about buildings. Parent your son. Yeah. Stop him like blowing shit up. So then he starts talking to JD, talks to Veronica about his mum. She walked into a building and waved at him and then it exploded. So basically she committed suicide. Mm. Then he has a bit of a sort of thing. He starts like dancing to the radio and then shoots it, and she's like, "I really can't cope with you. Like you are a bit insane. Too full You're on. too intense yeah. for me. Three people have died. It's too much. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. And he's like, "You'll be back." So then, JD blackmails Heather Duke by revealing that he knows that she was friends with Martha, and then he's like, "I think the school needs a new leader because obviously Heather Chandler's gone," mm. and gives her the red scrunchie. And then Veronica sees. Heather with this red scrunchie and she's like oh, oh no so then she decides that she's going to call Betty to play croquet because Betty's nice because Betty's nice and that's what she wants and then she she's like oh do you not think I'm boring and she's like no I think you're great so then they're playing croquet and she's like oh are you going to are you going to take your two shots or knock me out for mm. the croquet and she's like she takes the two shots and she's like why didn't you knock me out and she's like it's not my style and then Betty's like, well, nice guys finish last. I think Betty and Veronica, their names were based on the Archie comics. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't there there's a series and called think, Riverdale which is based on that, is there? Yeah, Betty and Veronica. Mm. And then the the last names, Finn and Sawyer, were Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, so it's like oh. groups of... It's like two yeah. friend kind of names. I always hate it when people are like, nice guys finish last, because it's like, well, firstly... You don't have to. If you're don't. nice... It doesn't mean that you're going to finish last. Yeah. And also, when it comes round to it, there's no black, black or white last or first or whatever. Yeah. It's just life. Yeah, exactly. And being nice will give you much more value in your life. It than, will. And people will be nicer like, to you, I think. Winning some sort hopefully. of 
high school thing. The Heathers come to the house and Betty leaves and they're like, oh, Betty. And then it cuts to Martha sat alone in the gym and she looks quite sad. Oh, I really feel felt bad for um, Martha because she's just minding her own business. All being horrible to her. Uh, Veronica's parents are watching the local news at the school of all the hand-holding and sort of come by our stuff and I think it cuts to Martha walking into the road with a note taped to her chest. It's horrible. Mm. Meanwhile, I Veronica, like that bit. I Veronica's like losing her mind and she's like, oh, well, everyone's painting a suicide as, as a cool thing to do and everyone's kind of doing it. Humans are guinea pigs. And then, you know, we, we need to stand up and be trapped like human beings and stuff and then the mum's like when teenagers complain to be treated like humans it's usually because they are being treated like humans and adults and they don't like it which mm. is absolutely true <laughs> then the heather heathers sort of come back and they like martha attempted suicide and and basically fucked it up and she's alive and they'll laugh at her basically and then how could you laugh so so you've been so horrible to someone that she decided she wanted to take her own life i mean there may be other things involved and they find that's hilarious and then they think it's hilarious so Mm. it's like well so veronica slaps her (laughs) yeah yeah which is fair and then i think heather's like oh math is irrelevant let's listen to the phone-in show hot probs hot probs and it's other heather on the phone and she's like hi what's your name and she's like it's heather no, no, it's not. It's Madonna. <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, it's not Madonna. It's Tweety. <laughs> like, and then she's like, the last guy I had sex with killed himself. I'm failing math. I'm basically having a shit time. And she's pouring her heart out on this thing and saying, like, she's having a really rough time of it. And Heather Duke is just laughing. And then it cuts to the next day of she's told everyone that she was on this programme. And then... Sort of Veronica's kind of realising that nothing's actually changed by these people mm. being got rid of. She's still thinking about JD and then she sees Heather who rang in to the site Yellow Heather walk away. So she follows her and it turns out she's taken like a load of pills in the bathroom. Mm. So she makes her spit them out and she's like, what are you doing? And then she's like, you just... You're just going to be another statistic. Is that what you want? Is that what you want to do? And then she's like, if everyone jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? And she's like, yeah, probably. (laughs) Which is a very sort of school thing to do. Everyone has to sort of conform and follow and the thing. And then she's like, no one can be happy every day. If you were happy every day, you would be a game show host. (laughs) (laughs) So then it cuts to Heather Duke and JD. He's got a petition for Big Fun to play at the prom. And he wants her to get everyone to sign it because she's a new popular yeah. girl now and she has the influence. And she's like, yeah, she's in full red now. So she's gone like she's full, full Heather on. Chandler yeah. now. So he's like, yeah, people love me. She'll she'll do it. It'll be great. And then Veronica sees her and she's like, what the hell are you even doing? And then she's like, yeah, people love me now. And she's like, you've just lied to people about getting like a hot tub in the gym and shit like that. It's not even anything, you know relevant and she's like oh it was jd's idea anyway and she's like why don't you sign it and she's like nope and then she's like oh you're jealous and she's like why can you not just be a good friend to people why have you got to be a bitch Mm. and she's like because i can well you can't though because yeah you're not gaining anything from it well she's just insecure isn't she anyway yeah and then i think is this the the sort of yeah she has a dream doesn't she where jd's like oh do you want to go out and then she 
She's like, shall we uh, slit Heather's wrists and make it look like a suicide? I've underlined passages in Moby Dick to make it look, you know, real. Mm. And he's like, we don't even need suicide notes anymore. Just underline words. Apparently they wanted to use Catcher in the Rye, but they couldn't get rights to it. But apparently oh. Moby Dick's public domain. Yeah, because it's old enough But, ca- but yeah. Catcher in the Rye should be old enough too, shouldn't it? No, I don't think Is it, it not was old enough time. Yet? It might be now, but it I wasn't then. I don't even know when it was written. But I think... That was more like the Catcher in the Rye is more apt because it's more about like sort of anarchy and sort mm. of disillusion of sort of a social status and stuff like that. So yeah, oh no, this this yeah, this bit's actually real. He's like, yeah, shall we go do it? And she's like, no, I don't want to hang out out with you anymore because you're a psycho. And then she goes home, and the parents are like, oh, JD stopped by. He was concerned that you might kill yourself, <gasps> and then. They're like, he left you a note and it says recognise the handwriting, which is her handwriting. Mm. So she goes to the room and finds a doll hanging and she's like, oh no, this is not good. So she curls up on the bed and JD's outside and then it cuts to her in a room and he's reading Moby Dick to her and he's underlining stuff and she's like, go away, you're a psycho, I can't... He is a psycho. I can't cope with you and he's like, oh, Eskimo... I'm going to underline that. That's going to be great. It's mysterious. Doesn't need to even have a meaning anymore. He drags her to Heather Duke's house with a knife. And he's like, she's like, I don't want to do this. I'm not doing this. And he's like, oh, stop knacking. What's wrong with you? And then she's like, for goodness sake, that knife's filthy. And he's like, what What are you doing? And he's like, you don't know her very well. She'd never slit mm. her wrist with a dirty knife. So then he kind of wipes it on his coat and says, oh, can you see your reflection in it now? And she can, like, totally see reflection. I feel like that's been stolen for Scream. Oh, that probably. was used a lot. Yeah. And then she's like, uh, she'll just be replaced if she dies anyway. It might even be me that replaces her. Who knows at this point? I'm not writing a note. But then he basically gets her hand and writes it. And he's like, it doesn't even matter about the handwriting anymore. Life sucks. That's all I'm going to do. And then he goes to the room and the door shuts, but she can't open the door. Mm. And then it cuts to the funeral. And then it's Otho saying, Eskimo, the one word she underlined and <laughs> and how life sucked and all this stuff. And everyone's like watching him, but they've all got 3D glasses on. So yeah. you're like, this is definitely a dream. And then Veronica's at the font again, like she was before. But other Heather who died, Heather Chandler's there. And she's like, well, this is a bad turnout, isn't turn it? Out. I had more people at my funeral. And then she's like, oh... Veronica, afterlife is so boring. <laughs> and then she's like, I made your favourite uh, spaghetti with oregano dinner. And then it cuts to the mum like saying, Veronica, mm. dinner. And she wakes up and then uh, she writes in a diary. It's her last entry. No one can stop JG, JD. He's too extreme. I'll give him this as suicide. He didn't perform himself. So then it cuts to JD with a gun going to her room. And he finds her hanging in a bedroom. And then he's kind of saying, I was only teasing. I loved you. I wasn't. And then he's like, well, I was going to kill you. Yeah. But. You weren't just teasing, were (laughs) you? And then he starts talking about his master plan about this petition. And the petition that people have signed is basically a group suicide note. And he's going to blow up the school. And Mm. it's basically the whole student body have said, we're going to kill ourselves. Why does he want to do this? Because he's extreme. Mm. And then he leaves because the parents start shouting for her so he gets out of there and then the mum comes in and she's like veronica dinner and then sees her and she's like oh oh no um 
I'm really sorry that I didn't let you have that job at the mall. I d- oh. And she's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I'm really sorry. And then Veronica looks up at her and just takes herself down. And then she's like, you're right, mum. Why are you so tense? And she's like, well, okay. <laughs> it's really funny. Then it cuts to JD's making bombs for this horrible school school plot explosion don't, he's doing. Uh, it doesn't matter what happened here. You don't need to blow up a school, honestly. Yeah. Then it cuts to school the next day and it's just basically a normal day. Like, life just goes on despite all this stuff that's happened. Because I feel like this is in a really short space of time mm. as well. And then Veronica turns up and the teacher's like, Oh, Veronica, JD said you'd committed suicide. <laughs> They're so, like, blasé about yeah. oh, you committed suicide. And she's like... And then I thought, well, she's got no classes then because I think she's dead. Um, Ideal. And then she looks at her. It's like the hippie teacher and she's like, get a job. <laughs> JD's sort of planting bombs around the school and she's sort of following him. And then there's this bit where she's kind of wandering the halls but there's nobody about because everyone's in class and she isn't because apparently she's dead. And he goes to the boiler room and then it cuts to, I think a bell goes and everyone comes out and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, it's Friday. This guy to her, it's Friday. It's gym. It's like pep rally day or whatever. Mm. And she's like, oh shit, yeah, it is. And then she's like, wait a minute, what's under the gym? Because like the whole school is going to be under there. And then he's like, the the boiler room. So then she goes down to the boiler room with a gun. And then he's like, damn you, woman. (laughs) And then... Uh, she's like, oh, you just like your dad because he says something about like stacking some things and a couple of packs upstairs or something. And he's like, put put the put that down, put the gun down. And she's like, no. But he ends up knocking her out and then just carries on about his business basically while this cheer cheer rally things going on upstairs. I never really understood that because we never really had it at no. school, did we? It sounds dreadful to be honest. <laughs> I level with you. So. She wakes up after being knocked out and is set the timer for two minutes. And she goes to try and knock him out and they fight. And then he tries to kiss her and she's like, don't kiss no. me, you're a psychopath. She manages to get the gun, but he runs away. But then she kind of searches the boiler room and he, and he appears. He's set, he's set this timer for two minutes, so that's counting down. And then she basically says to him, I'm going to kill you, turn it off. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you. So then she shoots his finger off. And he's like, oh, God. (laughs) And she's like, stop it. And he's like, do you not want a clean slate? Do you not want... And she's like, no, I don't don't want this to happen. And then he's like, what do you want me to say? Nobody loves me. The only place I can get on is in heaven. And I feel like he's got a lot of issues, Mm. this kid. Like... He certainly does. And he says, you know, there's a school... Can you imagine, like, a school that's self-destructed they'll see it as it was society and how society would self-destruct. It's all a big sort of statement. Not everything has to do with society because, yeah. like, society's so big that it's one person's... for him to blow up a school. Yeah, he's just one person who should yeah. be seeking therapy rather than so, seeking blowing up the school. Yeah, I know, right? So she she shoots him and then she's like, I want guys like you out of my life because you are not good for me. No matter how handsome you are, I'm not doing it. She turns off the bomb so everyone's safe. And then she leaves and goes outside and she looks like she's seen some stuff and she's Mm. a bit broken. 
But he follows, and then he says, colour me impressed. I didn't think you had it in you. Isn't that such a patronising thing? You know, people like, oh, I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, no one cares what you thought. Yeah, I did have it in me, so don't mess with me. Yeah, that's just what people say when you've bettered them. Yeah. And they want to lower and then how you have bettered them. Yeah, and they then want he's to, like, like reduce it. You've got power I didn't think you had. The slate is clean and he's got like he's basically got a bomb strapped mm. to his chest and he walks away and then he's like, Say I did blow up the school. It's like the lunchtime poll and he's like, Supposing I did blow up the school, what would you do? And she basically gets a cigarette out of her pocket and just stands there. That's it. I and was... waits for him yeah. to blow up. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and he, ju- he just stands there and basically he explodes. They see it inside because mm. they're like, oh my God, what's happened? And then it cuts back to her. She's covered in soot. The cigarette has probably got an end on it about three inches because half the cigarette's yeah. blown off. And she just walks calmly back in. Everyone is freaking out. And then Heather Duke comes up to her, the new queen bee, and she's like... You look like hell. And she's like, I just got back from there. And then uh, she snatches the scrunchie out of her hair and she's like, ow, why? And puts it in and then kisses her and leaves like a little sooty mark (laughs) on her face. And then she's like, there's a new sheriff in town. And then uh, she walks up to Martha and she's like, hey, Martha, who's in a chair at this point? Mm. And she's like, so uh, prom night, do you want to rent a film and get some snacks and stuff and do that? And she's like, I'd love that. That's the only... That's her only line. It's her only line that she says. And then they walk off and she, like, circles Circles through the chair. I'm sure that's been used in other things as well. And uh, they just walk off and then the credits come up. Fiend. That JD. Bad news. Certainly was. I'd give it a five. Uh, Yeah. I really like it. It was good. Do you find it a bit strange? I don't like... It's strange. Seeing people getting bullied. Even yeah. fictionally. I mean, yeah. but obviously it's, things like that happen and it needs to be represented in films it is and a stuff because really... the world isn't, like, perfect. But it's yeah. just... They're just horrible to people. Yeah, it's really strange. It but, is very Mean Girls. I can see, yeah. like, the, the sort of seeds of Mean Girls being... I do like the, the sort brought. of chilled-out 90s vibes. Mm. 90s? It was in the 80s, wasn't it? 80s. Yeah. I don't 88. remember. 88. Chilled-out 80s vibes. Yeah, 88. Uh, Gore, I'd give it a one bloody finger. Four for humour because it is pretty funny. I feel like it is a the monocle very... alone. Oh, is I love a that monocle. I love it. I feel like it is a sort of comment on on school and how mm. people look at things in general. It's, it is really interesting. Definitely it's worth watching. Know that how stuff is like so much drama at school and it's like who's kissed who and who's this and who's that. There's like drama mm. at school. It's like as soon as you leave school, doesn't matter. The it, the dramas of school are nothing compared to the reality it's of being like an adult. It's almost like when they come, when they step out of the school, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like yeah. nothing really matters. But then you also, you yeah. get certain types of people who are like 19, 20, 21 maybe, who are mm-hmm. still in that school mindset and they haven't yeah. got into the real, they're working perhaps in jobs, but they haven't actually yeah. mentally got into the real world yet. Oh, yeah, and then definitely. that's where... That's their learning phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I like it. Definitely worth a watch. I would recommend. Mm. Mm. So, next week, we're going back to a sequel. We're going to do Aliens! Oh! Alien Stompers! Excellent. So, for next week, watch Aliens. And in the meantime, we're on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. 
We're on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod, and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we're also on Buy Me a Coffee if you want to keep us caffeinated, request a film, or have access to our bonus content. So that's us. Yep. For this week. We're up to date now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stupid job getting in well. the way. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. 
Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.